You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Animaltopia on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Robert Semro. Thank you for joining us. On today's show, we sit down with an industry celebrity, the fairy dog mother herself, Laura Nativo. We also have a special visit from baseball legend and longtime pet lover, Steve Garvey. And we'll close out the show with a recent story about some bears in peril. So stay with us. We'll be right back with Laura Nativo after these messages from our sponsors. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Petco, where the pets go. Petco, where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail wagging, fur flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get six dollars off your order of sixty dollars or more, and up to forty percent off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of forty nine dollars or more. Six dollars off, up to forty percent off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well-read. There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime. You'll be more productive and become well-read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read. With Audible, I feel smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to audibledeals.com. That's audibledeals.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Animaltopia on Pet Life Radio. Some of you may remember Laura Nativo and her Pomeranian Preston Casanova from the show Greatest American Dog, a short-lived show on CBS that though it was a competition show, it highlighted the bonds between pet owners and their pets. Laura and Preston stood out and quickly became America's sweethearts. Preston and Laura both have beautiful smiles that draw you in, and they're both extremely talented and fun to be around. At a recent event, I caught up with the fairy dog mother herself, and we talked about a wide range of topics, from her recent appearances to her thoughts on different industry issues. Let's hear what she had to say. Now, you were just on the Marie Osmond Show. Tell us about your appearance. I was. I just did the Marie Osmond Show with Preston, and it was very exciting. Marie Osmond is a legend. You know, we've all grown up watching her and Donnie and puppy love. So we actually did a segment on how to choose the right pet for your family. So I brought on four different rescue dogs who were all different um, ages, breeds, breed mixes, sizes. And then I brought on a wagon full of 12 puppies. So it was really a lot of fun. We talked about, you know, how you kind of need to just ask yourself, 
what kind of dog is going to best suit my lifestyle and kind of go from there. So Preston came on and Preston did a little demo about small dogs talking about how they are not toys, they're not accessories and they're very trainable and uh, Preston was hilarious. He rode his skateboard onto set and then at the end he started playing the piano and then during the interview Preston got bored so he started skateboarding back and forth across the stage. Um, so it was really cute. You brought up a great point. Pets are living longer. It really is a decision that must include not only your lifestyle, but where you plan to be in the future. Absolutely. How do you advise people on that? I mean, when people are talking to me about getting a dog, a lot of times, you know, after the show, we had all these rescue dogs on. So a lot of people in the crew and in the audience were like, oh my God, I want a puppy. I want to adopt. I want to adopt. You know, and you have to pull them aside and say, okay, listen, this is great. I really am a huge proponent of bringing an animal into your life and all of the joy and happiness that, you know, pets, whether they're a dog or a cat, bring to you. But at the same time, you have to think your animal is likely going to live 10 to 20 years. So you have to think, are you financially prepared? Are you in, in the, the right position to provide an adequate amount of love, training, exercise, socialization? You know, how much do you travel? And where do you live? And do you like to exercise? Are you more of a couch potato? So you really have to think about where you are now and where you might be 10, 15 years and, and be committed to being there for the life of the animal. Because that's the problem is so many people you know, oh, I lost my job, I have to move, I'm moving in with my boyfriend. And people give up animals for such, you know, sad, unfortunate reasons where you really have to realize this is a living, breathing creature who's going to give you infinite loyalty, just like a child. And you've got to be ready to, to be there for that animal for the duration of their life. Right, Breast? <laughs> He's like, give me a new mom. <laughs> now, you've seen a lot, but especially over the last few years, you've seen the industry go through a lot of changes. What changes have given you the most encouragement? I think my favorite part about being in the pet industry for the last five years, which is crazy that it's gone by so fast. Um, so I've really seen the evolution from, I guess, people being just pet owners to pet parents. And I think you've also heard, you know, people are using the word, I'm a dog mom or dad or guardian versus owner. We're not looking at our pets as property. And as such, that's being reflected in the choices that we're making for pet products, for nutrition, for products that are made in the United States. And what I really love, what inspires me and it excites me is seeing how many American family-run businesses are getting into the pet industry and taking on some of the bigger corporate you know, box stores to provide really great products and food that are made in the United States. Um, a lot of them have a philanthropic, you know, edge where certain products or percentage of sales are going back into animal charities. So that's been really cool. And I hope, I hope to see it grow where people are just more focused on health and wellness for animals as well as the social mission to use whatever we're making within this $52 billion industry and let's put it back into the animals. And a good part of that shift and change has been because the companies themselves have realized there really is a special bond between humans and their animals. Let's talk about that. Uh, definitely. I mean, you look at some of the most successful industries, you know, in America. And I think I think I read a statistic that the pet industry has more money than film, TV, music, and video games combined. But with any other industry, your product is a commodity or it's entertainment. With the pet industry, it's a personal connection. You know, no amount of money would ever buy me to say that I'm gonna feed my dog byproducts and things made in China. 
I just would never do that because this is my best friend. This is the love of my life. Preston has given me infinite love and loyalty for the last 10 years. So everything that I put into his body and everything I allow him to play with, I have to know that it is, is the highest quality and the safest thing that I can give to him. And I think that that's how you know, all pet owners are starting to look at their dogs and companies as a result, you know, realize that this isn't just a business, this is a business that revolves around a four-legged member of people's family. So um, it's just a lot more meaningful and that's what I love about being here and being in the pet industry. Now Preston has given you a lot <laughs> and so too did the show America's Greatest Dog. Yes. When you reflect on it, what memories come back? Oh my gosh. Being on Greatest American Dog was the coolest, craziest, most random life-changing experience of my life. When I went into that show, I was an independent film producer. I worked with dogs for fun. Preston was a therapy dog. But I would have never imagined I could make a living working with animals. And I really just did the show because I'm a very clean-cut girl. <laughs> I don't drink, I don't do drugs, I don't smoke. I just you know, I love animals and I love nature. And I thought, hey, this is a really cool opportunity to do nothing but play with my dog for six weeks. It's gonna be an awesome story for my grandkids. You know, how many people get to shut off their phone and the news and not check their email for six weeks and just play with their dog? So I really went into it with just a very naive, you know, idea of having this really fun experience with my best friend that I would reflect on for years and it completely changed my life and so you know when I think back when you ask about a specific memory on the episode where we were about to be kicked off <laughs> I remember it was the painting challenge and I remember laying in the grass and you know everyone on the outside thinks you're like living in this mansion and it's so glamorous it's not it's hell you're, you're working 20 hours a day you're exhausted your dog is exhausted you know but you are living in this beautiful house and I just remember like laying on the grass I'm covered in paint. Preston has paint all over his, his face and his fur and he's just adorable. And I like look up and all I see is like the blue sky and this rose garden and my dog's cute little nose covered in paint. I just, it's one of those visual memories that I think for the rest of my life I was like, wow, I don't know what's going to happen from here, but I'm so grateful for this experience and you know, whatever happens, this was one of the coolest, you know, most gratifying things I've ever done because for animals, they wake up every day and their whole life revolves around you. So to have the experience for six to eight weeks to be allowed to revolve my entire life around my dog, that was amazing and I'll always be really thankful for that. So you've done a lot of charity uh, efforts, you're involved with a lot of charities. Tell us about some that you're involved with. Uh, yes, I mean if you're working with dogs and you have an opportunity to have an impact on at least one person, it's the most rewarding thing. So to be in a situation where We've got so many friends on Facebook and on Twitter and in different cities you know, around the country. Preston and I are really, really just grateful for the opportunities where we get to travel and so we go to pet events all around the country to try to bring awareness for pet rescue, for therapy dogs, for service animals. There are so many ways that you know, we go out and we adopt, but essentially dogs are saving our lives, whether it's you know, literally or, or just emotionally. And it's one of the cool things where we work with local charities in Los Angeles, some tiny organizations like Noah's Bark, Compassion for Canines, Hounds of Hope, who are just tiny charities where everyone's a volunteer, no one's making any money, people are spending their last dollar saving every animal that comes into their path. And I have so much respect for so many of my friends that are really, really involved with rescue. And I do a lot 
um, with going into the shelter and training dogs. I, I take in a lot of dogs and try to train them and help find them the right homes. Um, so we'll work on a local level like that, but then we also do things with the Humane Society, with Best Friends Animal Society. I've been out to Utah to Kanab. Uh, Best Friends runs the most incredible sanctuary, and I highly recommend if anybody out there has a vacation, go to Best Friends in Utah. It's absolutely beautiful, and you can volunteer whether you're walking the dogs or training the dogs or feeding them. They've got cats, they've got pigs, horses. So Best Friends is one of my favorites. And then we're also working, Preston just turned 10, so in celebration of Preston's 10th birthday, we're launching the Preston's Planet Foundation. And I just have so many opportunities to meet people and, and fundraise for different causes. So the first program that I want to launch is called the Potastics, and it's an animal-assisted therapy program where we have Preston and some of these incredible performing dogs going into children's hospitals, to summer camps, to nursing homes, and doing fun entertainment performances, but then doing therapy work after. So it's a little bit of a different spin on traditional therapy work, and that's something that we've been personally involved with for almost 10 years, since long before Greatest American Dog. Volunteering with this guy is one of my favorite things to do. But then we also want to raise money for service animals and for rescue dogs and whatever we can. And then going back to the Marie Osmond show, uh, we're also involved with the Hallmark Pet Project, which is a new website that provides resources for pet parents, whether they're looking to adopt or looking for health and wellness information, nutrition information. So there's a lot of great information out there. And anybody who's interested in learning more, you can always find me on Facebook or Twitter. And, you know, I get emails from people all around the country saying, hey, I really want to adopt. And I'm, I love labs. I'm looking for a lab. And I'm like, great, here's the lab rescue for you. Or, you know, you're looking for um, whatever type of animal, it's one of my favorite things to help people, connect people to the right rescue group or shelter to help them find their next best friends. So I'm very accessible. You're involved with a lot of community outreach and education. Tell us about some of those efforts. Definitely, I think education is one of the most important things and as someone who's gone from being a dog mom to a dog trainer, education about everything from training to socialization, exercise and nutrition is so important to me. So I work in different ways where, um, whether it's my friends or, or people in the community to my online community. People will ask me questions on Facebook and Twitter and I love to respond. I try to do a lot as far as video articles, but then I'm also doing some videos as well training videos and then I've done some work with the AKC Yukonuba National Championships going behind the scenes and kind of talking to people and giving them an insight to parts of the dog world that they might normally see. So, What don't people know about Laura Nativo? <laughs> what don't people know about me? Um, I think everyone in the pet industry looks at me as just a dog geek and I am. I love my dogs. They're my world. Preston just had a birthday and I took him and his friends to the beach and you know, I am that nerd, but I'm also an extreme sports junkie enthusiast. I surf four to five times a week. <laughs> I longboard, I shortboard, I stand up paddleboard. So the ocean is my other obsession. I love jumping out of planes, jumping off of bridges, climbing waterfalls. If there's adrenaline and nature, that's, that's me. So the other side to um, me, and I guess just my downtime is I love being outdoors and I love playing sports and uh, other than that, I'm pretty mellow. I'm just, I'm just an outdoorsy, dog-loving, nature, granola hippie. <laughs> What's one thing you wish every pet owner knew and understood? <sighs> Let's see. There's one thing I would, I guess one thing that I just wish every pet owner knew and understood was how easy dog training is. People will 
look at Preston and I and think, oh, you guys, you know, he's so smart. Wow, my dog's not like that. And I really think every dog has the capacity to learn and understand and communicate. People just have to put the time in. You have to make training a regular part of your life where you're constantly rewarding good behavior and it shouldn't be something that you stress about. Oh, I've got to take my dog to training class or, oh, I've got to spend a half an hour a day. You know, two minutes here, three minutes here. People don't realize if you just put in little bits of training throughout the day, how it all adds up and you can really develop a communication with your dog where Preston probably understands about a hundred words and phrases and I'm not a rocket scientist. I'm a self-taught dog trainer. The first book I read on dog training was I think The Idiot's Guide and in the last few years I've studied with some of the world's top behaviorists but honestly it's just common sense and that's the thing that I try to communicate to my friends and clients is, is that it's easy and anyone can do it. You just have to put in the time, the love and the discipline and that's what I'm a, a big fan of, you know, just encouraging people to spend more time with their dogs. Let's talk about nutrition and how it impacts our pets. Nutrition is huge. I mean, if you look at studies and research about the animals who are living the longest, you know, you can look at what that dog has been eating throughout the course of its life. And, you know, one of the things that really saddens me is you hear stories about how a dog will end up with diabetes or kidney disease or cancer and all of a sudden the pet parent freaks out and seeks the help of a holistic vet and all of a sudden their diet changes dramatically where they'll go from a low-grade kibble perhaps to you know a really raw pure diet of meat and vegetables and fruits and antioxidants and the right supplements and it makes me so sad because why aren't we doing this from the beginning why can't we feed our dogs the best possible food from the time when they're a puppy all the way through their older years, you know, regardless of what disease or what health problems they might have, dogs just have so much of a better chance of living a long, happy, healthy life if we're putting good food into their bodies. So you can't really put a price on nutrition. A lot of people will say, oh, well, it's really expensive and I can't feed that. Well, what's more expensive, preventative nutrition or paying medical bills later down the road and then you think of the dog's quality of life which is the most important so I'm a very big fan of give your dogs the best food that you can afford. For those who want to stay in touch with all of the different wonderful things you're doing how can they do that? Uh, Preston and I are very active online we're total internet geeks so you can find us on Facebook at Laura Nativo or at Preston Casanova on Twitter, same thing. I'm on Instagram, at Laura Nativo. I love Instagram, I'm a nerd. I warn you, you're gonna see pictures of the ocean and my food, as well as dogs. Um, and then, you know, you can always reach out to us, whether it's through Facebook or through Twitter or Instagram. We really like to stay in touch with people. We love looking at everybody else's pictures and videos and kind of, if anybody has questions about things, we always try to get back to them. So it's nice to stay in touch with other passionate pet parents. And so I encourage anybody out there to befriend us and sometimes we travel and we go to great pet events around the country so whether it's somebody who is a fellow pet host or somebody who lives you know in the middle of you know the Midwest who just loves their dogs and lives on a farm I love meeting people and hearing their stories and it's the one thing that we all have in common is our love for dogs and I think if you love dogs you have something to talk about and that's the great thing about being in our world so stay in touch thank you Laura and Preston what a great time a lot of great info Really appreciate that, and we're definitely going to have her back soon. When we come back, we will talk with baseball legend and longtime pet lover, Steve Garvey. We'll be right back after these messages. Sit. Stay. 
We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Introducing the new Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection, exclusively at PetSmart. I created it for the pets that rock your world. Shop the Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection and celebrate PetSmart's 25th anniversary with up to 25% off thousands of items on the PetSmart site. Plus, free shipping on orders of $49 or more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com. That's PetSmartDeal.com. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Vacs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson. Music to your ears. Hi, I'm Lisa Smith Putnam, the host of the new and exciting show, Your Pets, My Dogs, here on Pet Life Radio. Your Pets, My Dogs will feature celebrity interviews, we'll talk to everyday pet owners, and more. Listen, I am here to entertain you each and every week, right here on Pet Life Radio. Again, that's Your Pets, My Dogs. I'm your host, Lisa Smith Putnam. Your Pets, My Dogs. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Animal Topia on Pet Life Radio. I was fortunate to get to spend a little time recently with baseball legend and longtime pet lover Steve Garvey. Let's hear what Steve had to say. Steve, tell us about your relationships with pets over the years. Well, ever since my mom and dad uh, picked me up from my, uh, after my first grade uh, final uh, day, and they had a German Shepherd with them, and they said, we thought you should have a pet, and you did so good this year, and what would you like to name him? Because I love sports, I said, let's name him Sports. So that was my, my first dog, my first pet. Uh, he stayed with us about five or six years. Uh, he turned out to be a, a, a thoroughbred. He should have been a greyhound instead of a uh, German Shepherd. He used to chase motorcycles. But it was, uh, as I was an only child, uh, sport became my brother, and we grew up together over the next six, seven years. And uh, over the years, we've had a number of pets, primarily dogs. Uh, and uh, we have one now, Spartacus, who's a Rottweiler, about two and a half years old and 140 pounds. And there's not enough synergy, natural balance pet food uh, around the house to keep them. <laughs> <laughs> to keep them from going to the dish all the time, I guess to speak. So, uh, uh, you know, pets have been a big part of our lives. That's great. Now, you're involved with a number of different causes. Let's talk about some of the, the different pet and animal causes you're involved with. Well, through Natural Balance, my dear friend, and, and we're also clients, uh, over the last four years, Joey Herrick and I, who's the founder, uh, have talked about their presence in the pet food industry. And it's, it's been such a growing, strong presence. And the things we do are so innovative and so creative. From national sports sponsorships, we're very integrated in Major League Baseball at a number of stadiums around the country, 
created Bark in the Parks in which you have a chance to bring your pet to a game. We have a, a pup rally and then we do a parade around the warning track of the stadium. And our sponsorships are created to be able to, not only to expand our brand, but to be able to add an extension to who we are and what we stand for. And that goes into the creation of Guide Dog Month, which has become so very, very popular and has raised millions to adoption uh, programs around the country, SPCA help. We do a big event in Los Angeles every year to what we think is going to be, and it is, one of the most uh, unique programs and one of the great ideas from Joey Herrick. And that's uh, a monument that we've created to our, our military dogs who have uh, acted in valor uh, and service to this country. And um, a replica is going to be uh, on our float this coming January 1st honoring these very special dogs. It has uh, been a bill passed by President Obama. We will actually have this monument do a tour around the country that will end up being placed uh, with the other monuments in Washington in October of, of 2013. So it's programs like this that Natural Balance so believes in, not just the selling of its products, but being a responsible citizen within the United States and being responsible in the pet food industry. And they really have done that. And they've really also given a face to the pet industry, in particular the pet food industry, which occasionally gets knocked. But Natural Balance has really taken it to a whole new level and given great faces like yourself, Tillman, and others. That's so important. Yeah, well, Joey Herrick believes that he has been so very fortunate. He started this business 25 years ago. And it's the old story. It wasn't a garage, but it was out of the the back of the car and he and Linda would take the product uh, and, and distribute it around to the point now where they're really the, a very, very strong voice in the industry for the right way to do things, the proper way to do things, how to be responsible, how to give back. So just being at the show here and like today I'll be, be there four hours, the response of the people, not only about having the product in their stores, but how proud they are when they see the Natural Balance name doing good within the, within the industry on our streets and our communities. And especially with this monument that's going up in Washington, which Natural Balance and, and Petco are, are going to sponsor. It's things like this that help create a strong reputation for the industry. Now, you've always been a member of great teams. How does Natural Balance rank in those team, uh, team rankings there? Well, the most important thing is you, you have to honor what you're representing, and that's the pet food industry, and the beliefs that pets are such a significant part of a family, and the need to treat them well and to respect them and give them the best products and services possible, and that's Natural Balance's philosophy. And, and again, to be responsible. So I, I think it's all part of being part of a team. You know, everybody's represented in the industry here. But I think there's a mutual respect, maybe the same categories or maybe the same services, but each respecting the other, realizing that this industry only grows by respect and trust and going out. And eventually it's up to the consumer to choose what they think is the best product. But if it's supported by people who really care about life around them, then that's ultimately going to go to uh, the testimony of who you are and, and what you want to be. And I've been on a lot of good teams, and it's people working together, people helping each other out and being not selfish, but selfless, so to speak. Not individuals, not I, but we. Wonderful. If you could communicate one message to pet owners, what would it be? Well, I think it's so very, very important to realize, although these are pets, they have a heart and they have a soul. They're living and breathing. 
When you take them into the home, you have to treat them as part of your family and respect them just as you would a, a child or a grandmother or a grandfather. And that's what we do with Spartacus and all the pets that we've had in the past. They become such an integral part of our family and we only want the best for them. And it's ironic, when, when the economy went down, we thought, well, we're going to go out less and maybe we'll buy this instead of that. But we never skimped on uh, pet food for Spartacus. It was always natural balance. <laughs> and that's the way a lot of people think. You know, we may cut back on our needs, but we're not going to cut back on the needs of our, of our animal and pet. When you think back about your various pets that you've had, what emotion, what memory jumps out? Well, it's been interesting. Each of them has had their own personality. You know, we've had English Cocker Spaniels and, and uh, German Shepherds and we had Old English Sheepdogs and, and it's interesting when you get a dog and you look at it and you say, what shall we name, you know, and we've had a few Dodgers. You know, we've had a few Budweiser's for the old English sheepdog. <laughs> and now, I went to Michigan State, so we're the Spartans, so we got Spartacus, you know, we got Sparty. Uh, and they become, you know, part of the name and part of who you perceive them to be. And then they work their way into your heart. And just the other day, having Sparty, we were at Dodger Stadium. We did two Bark in the Parks this year, which is a great testimony to how popular they are. But to walk Spartacus around the warning track of the stadium, and all the dogs going by, and we rarely have an incident. And to have the people look up and, and get a feel for what it's like to play on the field, it's a special day and a special memory. And that's what we're in, really, in all the events and activities we do. We create memories, and those memories transcend to being part of a family and family memories. And it's, it's about, you know, it's about us, about we, about family. You've had a lot of great leaders in your life. How would you compare the natural balance leaders to some of those that you followed on the field? Well, they all have one thing in common, and that's they truly believe in a, in, a, in a moral foundation of doing things the right way. They believe in integrity, they believe in honesty. The old, uh, by a handshake, actually works with, with natural balance. And there has to be some written parameters, but it's by word, it's by handshake, it's by commitment. And they expect that in return, though. You know, there's an old saying, don't uh, take kindness for weakness. You know, and that's, that's what we do. And of course, Joey Herrick sets that tone. We're good to everybody, we're kind to everybody, but don't take advantage of us. Because it's still, we have goals and we have directions to go to, and we're gonna stick on those, and we respect others to, to respect that. Well, Steve, you're certainly a special person and a special team player. For those who wanna find out more about your involvement with Natural Balance, where can they go? Well, naturalbalancepetfoods.com. And uh, of course, it's been Dick Van Patten's Natural Balance Pet Food over the years, and, and he's kind of a, a patriarch for us, and his son Jimmy is here with us today. And their family has had a tremendous influence on, on Natural Balance and been a great part of it over the years. And it's a lot about family. You know, Joey Herrick and Linda believe that it's about family, and that's how you grow, not only as a business, but as a family, how you're, you're perceived in the community. And even at this, this show here, I mean, people come by and say, you know what, my first job was with you and I want to thank you and gone on to bigger and, and other things. But they remember where they started and they still have such a great re respect and uh, admiration for Joey and all the people in Natural Balance. And I think that's what life is all about. I mean, I spent 15 years in Los Angeles. Who would have ever thought that I, I would go on from there? But I went to San Diego and spent five years. And people always come up and say, you know what, I respect how you played the game. I think you really went out there and played for us, the fans. And I told them, I said, I did. You know, I love the fans, I respected the game, felt I was fortunate and gave back. And that's what we do at Natural Balance. 
I want to thank Steve Garvey and the team from Natural Balance for spending some time with us. Really a great guy who is more personable and easygoing than you'd think. It was really great to spend time with him, and I can tell you, he really cares for animals. Before we wrap up this episode of Animaltopia on Pet Life Radio, I want to share an important story with you that was sent to me by a listener. And if you have a story to share, we want to hear it. So reach out to me via email or Twitter or Facebook and let me know about it. And if you're not currently following the show on Twitter or Facebook, please do. I want to thank the more than 30,000 followers we currently have and encourage more to follow us and share with us. I can be found on Twitter at Animaltopians or on Facebook at Animaltopia. Well, this story really upset me and many others. And it was sent in uh, via a friend who shared the story of Jill Robinson, who is the founder of Animals Asia. And uh, unfortunately, in the past two weeks, they got some very disturbing and shocking news. After working so hard for so long to build a world-class sanctuary for the bears rescued from Vietnam's bio farms, they're being asked to leave. On Friday, October 5th, the Ministry of Agricultural and Rural Development informed Animals Asia that the Ministry of Defense had issued an order to evict the entire sanctuary operation and its 104 rescued bears. You know, there's no justification for it, and I'll let you read the specifics as to what they cited, but there certainly seems to be a unsettling part to this, especially behind the scenes and when you make the connections. But in the end, what it really means is that the closure would see the 104 bears that were recently rescued from the bile industry evicted. 77 of the local Vietnamese staff would be unemployed, and the financial losses to Animal Asia would be more than $2 million. And that's just unbelievable. You know, after years of trauma from being locked up in small cages and milked for the bile, the bears were finally enjoying their dens and enclosures, and they had friends to play with. These bears are now going to be forced to return to cages to be located And this is going to have a negative impact on both their mental and physical well-being. It's also going to take a lot of time, and I'm not sure that they're going to get the time. So if you want more information, please look into it. You can find, again, more information on both my Twitter and Facebook, or you can go to care2.com, search for 104 rescued bears being forced out of the sanctuary and backed into cages. Unbelievable. Well, that'll wrap things up for this episode of Animaltopia on Pet Life Radio. I want to thank my guest, Laura Nativo, the fairy dog mother, and baseball legend Steve Garvey for spending time with us and opening up about their love of pets and the pet industry. I want to wish the best to Jill Robinson and Animals Asia, and I pray that they are able to find a workable solution for the 104 bears, once again at great risk. I look forward to a world where we're more humane and less selfishly human. For Animaltopia, Pet Life Radio, and all those who make this possible, I'm your host, Robert Semro, saying, I'm proud to be an Animaltopian, and I look forward to sharing more stories with you soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.